This is the cane violation brought to you by no one. I don't have any sponsors. I'm Sam Kane. I do this weekly show highlighting two NBA teams and telling you why they are not winning the NBA Finals. Today's lucky two teams are the Toronto Raptors and Washington Wizards. Now, I said on an earlier podcast that the Raptors are sucking butt this year. They certainly are compared to uh, the other Raptors teams from uh, the previous five or so years, but they are certainly playing much better than my Celtics, let's be honest, even though, ironically, my Celtics beat the Raptors last week. Whatever, you know. It is what it is. It does make sense, but, you know, that's kind of like the way this season is. It It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. The Jazz are the best team in the league. Go figure. So anyways, the rumor mill has been spewing a bunch of Andre Drummond trade talk. I really don't know if uh, Andre Drummond would make the Raptors a better team than they already are. I think there's some nights where he'd certainly help Toronto. You know, uh, this is a team that's starting Aaron Baines at center, playing a lot of Chris Boucher at center, but... I don't know. If we're talking about playoffs, I don't really like uh, Andre Drummond's playoff record. You know, dude's never made out of the first round. No offense, you know. Um, But anyways, the trade would have to be Norman Powell, Aaron Baines, Pat McCaw, and Stanley Johnson in order to match salaries. Um, You know, keep in mind it's difficult to do NBA trades mid-season with a lot of players because an NBA team cannot have more than 15 players on its roster during the season, meaning if the Cavs wanted to complete this trade, then they would have to waive three guys on their roster for it to go through because you can't send out one player and then bring back four in a trade. That, That means you would have 18 guys on your roster. Not allowed. So, it's going to be difficult because, um, you know, you really need that uh, Norm Powell salary to help get you up to Andre Drummond's $28 million contract. But I, uh, Norman Powell's still pretty young. I think the Raptors should probably hold on to him. I mean, do you trade Kyle Lowry for Drummond? Uh, that's kind of insulting. I'd be pretty, I'd be so pissed if I was Kyle Lowry. Getting traded to the Cavs? No, nah, they would probably have to do a three-team trade. It would be complicated. Now, of course, um, Andre Drummond could just get bought out. But let me uh, remind you that you know once you become a buyout guy, a big contract uh, doesn't usually follow said buyout. I mean, how many guys do you know that got bought out and then the next season they got a contract bigger than $10 million a year. You know? I uh, really can't think of any. You know, I think of Greg Monroe making $15 million a year. Gets waived. Celtics grab him with their uh, disabled player exception that they got from the Gordon Hayward injury. And, uh, yeah, Greg Monroe's like out of the league within two years after that. It it doesn't. It's not a good sign, you know. Once you become a buyout guy, Demarcus Cousins, 
made a huge mistake, huge mistake turning down that guaranteed money from New Orleans, if it was even offered. I'm not, I'm not even positive if New Orleans even offered him that contract extension, but I, 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 how much is DeMarcus Cousins making this year? It's probably only a few million. It's not much. You know, it's getting slick there, thinking uh, he could sign uh, for one year on a cheap deal, get a ring, cash out. Not the case. In fact, it was this team we're talking about now that spoiled that party for him. Um, I suggested on an earlier podcast that the Raptors should trade Kyle Lowry to the Heat. You know, maybe get a first rounder or two, you know. He's not coming back next year, right? I would argue that he should stay on the Raptors for the rest of his career if, if he actually started his career in Toronto. That's not the case, though. Lowry, he was on Memphis, Houston, maybe he was somewhere else. Uh, it's all blurry to me. He's been in the league since 2006. He's, he's been playing for a while. One of the rare players who uh, really uh, ends up uh, becoming a, an actual decent player later on in his career. Unfortunately, he's the model for a lot of underperforming guards in their <laughs> six year in the NBA. Oh, you know, it could be like Kyle Lowry, you know. He could blossom in his seventh NBA season. Or you never know. It's uh, Kyle Lowry was an exception. That was. I, uh, I don't know how that happened. I didn't. I didn't really watch the NBA too much when um, Kyle Lowry first entered the league. It's too busy watching dumb horror movies. Um, well, Raptor fans, can we agree that you guys aren't winning it all this year? Your team is worse than last year, and we saw what happened in the bubble playoffs. Eey. So what's going on here? I understand keeping Van Vliet, Siakam, and OG. But Lowry is 34, and he's a free agent next year. I'm just saying, don't let him walk for nothing. Although it seems like uh, all these teams are doing like signing trades now. Um, so maybe you can bank on that. I don't know. I'm just waiting for a team that uh, decides not to do this. You know, what if Lowry wants to sign with another team in the East? Why would said team in the East want to give Toronto uh, what? A $30 million trade exception? Why would you want to help a competing team in your conference? I swear to God, it's a PR thing. These players don't want to look bad leaving their teams in free agency. So, uh, I, I bet this is something they tell their agents. You know, they say, uh, hey, talk to the GM, you know, maybe we can figure out a sign-and-trade like Gordon Hayward in Charlotte, you know, throw a second rounder, get a trade exception. When's this gonna end? It's gonna, it's gonna at some point, because there's, there's really not much motivation at the end of the day for these teams to give out these player exceptions, these uh, these trade exceptions. Un unless you're coughing up a first rounder, 
maybe it's a different story. But a second rounder, like a late second rounder, whatever, who cares? Am I really going to get another Nikola Jokic? Doubtful. Um, something to look at. So let's start with the Raptors' loss to the Celtics. Really tough shooting night for Van Vliet. Only five points, two of nine from the field. He did have 11 assists, two blocks, and two steals, though. So, you know, even if he's having a bad shooting night, he makes a difference on the court. Freaking love Van Fleet, you know. I Yo, Raptors, I don't like you. I don't like your team that much, but I love Fred Van Fleet. How can you hate Fred Van Fleet? He's, he's just a complete underdog, tearing it up. He's six feet tall. Bet on himself. I guess he could have been drafted, but he was like, uh, he told his agent that uh, I don't want to get drafted. You know, that way I can become a free agent uh, earlier. And wow, smart guy, smart guy. It, it's not always going to work out the way uh, Fred Van Vliet, uh, you know, anticipated. You know, he's got like a little crystal ball, can see the future. Clearly, but um, yeah, I love this guy. Anyways, I'll uh, I'll cool it. I'll cool it. Um, but it, ra- don't get too bent out of shape about uh this loss, Raptors fans, because I'll tell you, Semi Ojale scoring twenty four points that does not happen often. In fact, it, it him scoring ten points doesn't. Ha- very often. This was a fool's goal performance. Next game, Semi Ojale, I think he had three points against uh, the Wizards. Another team we're covering. Um, then, of course, you get Peyton Pritchard getting 20. You know, it's hard to win when our rookie contract guys are scoring this well. Um, and why, what, at the same time, why are you guys leaving? Um, Peyton Pritchard, wide open. He's getting the cleanest looks. These raptor guards, swingmen, whoever was covering Pritchard, um, they, you need to close out on shooters. I, wh- what else are you focusing on? You need to, d- you need to keep your eye on the three-point shooters. You, I mean, the semi-Ogile, that's one thing, but leaving Pritchard open, you should know this dude can shoot. He can. And the worst offender of this, Stanley Johnson, multiple times, completely forgot about where his man was. I mean, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, <laughs> there's a play where Johnson is chasing Pritchard. Um, Tristan Thompson sets a pick. Uh, Boucher is guarding Thompson and uh, stays with Thompson during the pick. But for whatever reason, Johnson decides to turn around and start guarding Thompson. And he just ends up leaving Pritchard wide open with the ball, the three-point line. And not only that, Johnson, I don't know how this even happened. He awkwardly trips over himself. And it looked like 
at one point he was going to end up headfirst into Khloe Kardashian's favorite jewels. You know, just a comedy of errors. Terrible communication among Stanley Johnson and Chris Boucher. Mainly Stanley Johnson, though. And that's the story of how Stanley Johnson nearly fell into Tristan Thompson's balls. Um, so anyways, get this, that on Sunday, the Tampa Bay Raptors play the Minnesota Timberwolves and have the audacity, the audacity, to lose to the 6-20 and Minnesota Timberwolves. Come on, guys. Anthony Edwards shot 14% from behind the arc. He made one three out of seven, yet still cooked, you guys. You know what the problem is? It's kind of understandable when you really look at it. You got a tight rotation of nine guys, and when you have nine really good NBA caliber players, that's one thing. That's understandable. You want to tighten things up. But when four of your guys are Stanley Johnson, Aaron Baines on life support, a guy who should probably do prison time, and DeAndre Bembry? I mean, DeAndre Bembry, he's like your sixth man. This is a guy from the craptastic Atlanta Hawks. They, They just let him go for nothing. Take him, get him out of here. I don't want him. Gone. Wow. Well, you know, at least you beat the Wizards. In fact, two players on the team had negative plus minuses in uh, this win against the Wizards. Can you guess who it is? Stanley Johnson and DeAndre Bembry. While we're on the Wizards, why don't we talk about them a little bit? Actually, a uh, a pretty solid stretch for the Wizards. I mean, they went 2-2. That's not terrible. Um, This week, they went 2-2. They beat uh, the Celtics on Sunday. They beat Houston last night. And, uh, hey, don't look now, but these guys are only two games out from the play-in tournament. The Wizards are... 14th out of 15th in the East and still have a realistic shot at the playoffs. That's how shitty the East is this year. But, um, yeah, so the Wizards, they lost the Raptors. I mean, what the hell? This is what pisses me off about this team. It's like, once you guys are losing the game by a certain number of points. It's just uh, go-through-the-motion time. Bradley Beal, look, I want you on my team and everything, but, man, a little too nonchalant sometimes, man. Come on. I mean, Wizards were still in this Raptors game at the end, and then you just... Kind of gave up, you know, Drew Gooden. Classic Drew Gooden was ragging on his old team during the broadcast. You know, he was just baffled that none of these guys play defense. It's like, oh my God. I mean, God bless him if he has to announce every Wizards game. This must be a 
chore for him. Jeez. Ooh, 137 points. That's what the Raptors scored on the Wizards. That's what you guys gave up. You know. Yeah, to be fair, you guys aren't the only ones giving up this many points. I mean, I really hope all this no defense is uh, because of the this full COVID season, whatever you want to call it. I mean, last season was a part COVID season. This is a full COVID We've gone full COVID. Um, look, I, I, I miss my gritty defense. I miss it. I want it back. I want Tony Allen back in the league. Imagine if Tony Allen was in the league now. My God. He'd be suspended for like three seasons for the way he plays defense. Um, maybe that's what happened. Because he did just kind of stop playing out of nowhere. It was weird. Um, yeah, so we got the true Russell Westbrook experience during the next game. Uh, this was, I think it was Friday or Saturday. I forget when I watched this. Um, so, Westbrook. 23 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Oh, man, right? Well, then we had 0 for 4 from the three-point line. Five turnovers, only one personal foul because he hasn't played defense, and a plus-minus of negative 19. Rui Hachimor's plus-minus was a negative 25, by the way. Um, yeah, this... This isn't good. You guys don't play any freaking defense. I know you guys. You're on a little winning streak right now. You won last night against uh, the the Houston, whatever the hell that roster was that you that they have. I mean, was there any defense in the Houston game? I don't think there was. Not much. And what do you know? Someone got their career high against the Wizards. That's a joke going around the league that, um, you know, whenever someone uh, gets their new career high, uh, someone will immediately say, oh, was it against the Wizards? Usually that's the case. And what do you know? David Nwaba, a career high 19 points against the Wizards and was also negative 19. That was his plus minus. Kind of rare that uh, the amount of points you score matches your plus minus. Uh, doesn't happen too often. <sighs> well, at least when it's that high of a number. But, um, yeah, then you beat my Celtics, so... I don't know. I almost decided to um, to do the Celtics instead of the Wizards after that game. That was... I, I'm just angry. I'm just angry thinking about that game. I'm going to get all... Uh, about to get all Stephen Colbert in here, you know. Put my hand on my chair and fight back tears. God. 
You knew they were going to do this. <laughs> I like Stephen Colbert. He's funny. He was great in Strangers with Candy. Um, he was great in Bewitched. Right? I, I, I don't even want to talk about this Celtics-Wizards game. It was pathetic. The Celtics played like garbage uh, uh, two guys on the Celtics only scored double digits I don't know if that was more credit to the Wizards or the fact that the Celtics are just a train wreck right now a dumpster fire I don't know what to do I, I d look I don't want to go too into uh, the Celtics on this but uh, let me focus on the Wizards so What's going on with Bradley Beal, guys? What are you What are you gonna do with him? You're gonna trade him? You're gonna trade him to us, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, just just old time's sake, you know. We'll we'll take care of you. We'll throw you Peyton Pit <laughs> Peyton Peyton Pritchard. We'll throw you uh, Carson Edwards. Ooh. Oh, Romeo Lankford, Romeo Lankford, lottery pick, the potential, the potential, can you imagine? Romeo Lankford, Garrison Matthews, Denny, I can't say his last name, uh, Bertans, Wagner, is he part of the future? I don't know, you, you, why did you decline his fourth-year option? He's, he's a young player. A young player who does good stuff sometimes. I mean, heck, he scored 15 points last night. 60% shooting from the field. 50% uh, shooting from behind the three-point line last night. Four shots, not bad. Why did you... I guess she can re-sign him, but, uh, you know, whatever. Rui Hachimura? Why, what, what, what was up with him throwing the ball last night? He, like, threw the ball towards Denny. I was trying to find that on Reddit, because I saw it live, and I'm just like, what, what, what just happened? No one was really talking about it, though. I don't know, guys. I think you need to get Blake Griffin. <laughs> Just get get all the bad contracts on one team. Wouldn't that be amazing? You just have three awful contracts and the rest minimum salary people. You know, you get like Blake Griffin, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins apparently isn't that bad. What's another terrible contract? Uh, Horford. Even Horford's not that bad. I think I think Blake Griffin's the worst contract in the NBA. It's gotta be. Because at least, I mean, Westbrook's pretty bad. Walls is not great, but, you know, at least Walls playing pretty well. Westbrook's, he still puts up stats, you know. It's just that uh doesn't really help your team out that much. Blake Griffin, he's, my God... It's really too bad. Uh, I liked him a lot. Uh, 
Missed the Lob City years in college. But, anyways, we'll end it there on a sad note. Till next week, guys. <laughs>